Hey, good morning. Good morning, my dear friends. November 27th, 8, 10 a.m. The last day of a six-day weekend uh, as our school, uh, as I shared, we had Thanksgiving vacation and uh, our school district uh, also puts on to those things uh, teachers work uh, teachers planning days teachers in service days so we get these extended times uh, so it's the last day of a six-day weekend uh, don't be too jealous as a substitute teacher I don't get paid <laughs> for for those times off uh, but I am grateful for that time off. Uh, everything has a price, so to speak. But uh, I, I think everyone in this in this little community needed uh, uh, to just have some time off. Uh, you know, I had COVID not long ago. There's the flu. There's all kinds of stuff. You can you can you know if you're intuitive at all, you can start to feel people's stress. So. Uh, it was good to have a little a little break, and I hope this day finds you well. I want to talk today, our topic today is not judging. What does it mean to not judge, you know? Uh, the great spiritual thinkers of human history have all encouraged us to not judge, to be open to others, to, you know, Jesus will even say, love your enemy. Right? I mean, that's extreme stuff. So that is today's topic. I'm going to get up and shut the basement door here. Because uh, not only am I home, but my children are home. So I don't want to wake them up. Uh, so the first thing we have to say about the topic of not judging people is we're not talking about behavior. It's one of the great misconceptions of of not uh, of of talking about not judging people. We we often go right to behavior because that's all we know. We have to judge behavior. We have to judge our own behavior. We have to judge others' behavior. It's just the way it is. Uh, you know, you can't just do in a organized society, whatever you choose to do. Excuse me while I multitask here, folks. I'm going to grab my dog's blanket, believe it or not. Um, you just can't do whatever you want to do. If you need a few bucks, you can't go rob a bank. Uh, if you're angry with your neighbor, you can't go over and, you know, hit him in the head with a brick. Although people do that. You know, unfortunately. Um, but we, we, we can't. So when we're talking about judging others, I'm convinced, I've become convinced that we're not talking about behavior. As an organized society, we have to determine behaviors. Now we could do a whole podcast on how we mess that up because we live from a false reality. Maybe someday I will, if I think about it. Uh, because we do. I mean, we we don't we don't do restorative justice. We don't help people heal. What we do is we we punish. Uh, 
And so our society perpetuates this idea of, you know, nastiness. Uh, what we're talking about when we talk about judging other people, I'm convinced, is worth. We simply do not have the capacity to, or the privilege to judge other people's worth. And I will tell you that goes on a lot. And we're all guilty of it. How many times have people, have I, have you, you know, just straight up judged someone's worth because of their behavior? I think we all do it all the time. It's the way we're programmed. So let me draw a distinction. So what's the distinction between worth and behavior? Behavior is a learned it's a learned way of being. It's a programmed. It's a, it's a, it's a way of acting in the world, out of the programming that you have acquired. So, if you are raised by people who believe it's legitimate to go rob a bank, then your behavior will ref- reflect that. You know, it, let me use a sort of obvious example that I always use, if you are raised to be a racist, then your behavior to some degree or another will reflect what you have been taught. Worth is that sacredness of our own authenticity that each one of us do possess, but most of us are not aware of. So, for me, anyway, and that's a you know that's a personal distinction I have had to learn to make. That we do have to judge other people's actions and behaviors, and address them to keep society safe. Worth is the sacredness of each individual. Now, here is the real challenge with this, my friends is that we have conflated those two things. We have conflated worth and behavior because that's how we are programmed. So we we have someone cut us off in traffic, right? And we're mad. And we instantly sort of judge their entire life. And, you know, if you're intuitive at all, sometimes you can hit pretty close, but you really don't know the person who just cut you off. They may be on a way to an emergency. They may be just a jerk. You may be right. Uh, They may not have even been aware that they've done it. There's all kinds of things. Uh, You know, uh, the story of of the guy who cut people off and, ran stoplights, and finally when the police pulled him over, the police thought they were going to find someone who was, you know, high on something or drunk or something. He was trying to get his wife to the hospital. She was having a baby. You know, we don't know. We don't know. But because we are so... Because we are always searching for a solidified reality... We have to judge others 
and we end up judging their worth to identify ourselves over and against. It is, a, it is that notion of dualism that has us trapped, right? That in order for me to say I'm not this, someone else has to be that. Now, I'm not going to go rob a bank today. Thank goodness. Uh, but people will, probably, somewhere, I'm sure. Unfortunately, for all kinds of circumstances and all kinds of reasons, some of them stupid reasons. I suppose every reason is probably pretty stupid. Uh, what I can't do, though, is I can't judge the worth of that person. They may be addicted. They may be hungry. There may be a dozen reasons why someone decides to go rob a bank or a gas station or what have you. Now, we can't, you know, you can't excuse it because it's not their money. We can talk about the way society's structured, uh, but we can't excuse the violation of someone else's being, the violation of someone else's stuff. But there's always a reason. And I, I really make that distinction, my friends, that, that um, there, there is always, there's always egregious behavior. There's no doubt. But I guarantee you, and I know for a fact, that there are underlying circumstances, underlying uh, issues that prompt the egregious behavior. What we want to do, though, as humans, what we're trained to do is we, we want to append that behavior to the person's worth. We want to say, uh, you know, because you did X, you must be this. And because you're this, I'm not that. And it's just another division in how we see each other. The ability, the ability to see the bigger picture, to see the reasons why someone behaves the way they behave, is, is vital to our own happiness. I have met people who will instantly judge no matter what. And they're not aware of themselves, they're not aware of others, and they can be very harmful. I've also met many people who understand that behind every choice, there's a multitude of reasons. Not to excuse the choice if it's bad, but to understand that there is... There are motivating, and there is motivating factors behind people's behavior. Nothing happens in a vacuum. <clears throat> and when we, when we can see that, when we can understand that, we become less judgmental. As a matter of fact, we might even identify with other people. That's a little more rare. I got to say, I, 
you know, after 58 years of life, I've got to say the, the vast majority of people are willing to judge to make themselves feel better, to boost their own ego, to get their own control and power. Uh, the depth of human indifference and even hatred is astounding. But there are those few, there are some people out there who will understand that the way the world is, is not because everyone's horrible, although, you know, there are people who do horrible things. But it's what we've learned to be. You know, we look at our politics and we go, oh my God, what are we doing? Well, folks, it's an expression of what we've learned to be. We look at war, we look at poverty, we look at racism, we look at all the things that really are generally uh, understood as egregious. And we wonder why. Well, I can tell you why, because that's who we have learned to be. It is that conditioning that spirituality, good spirituality, healthy spirituality should address. So I'll end here. The next time, and and I'm guilty of this too, I got to go to the grocery store today, I'll end up judging somebody. The next time we go to judge someone, understand that they're probably fighting a great battle. Or they're unaware, completely unaware of, of what they're doing because they've never been taught to be aware. Now again, that, that's, that's not an excuse, but it's a reason. And that's really what it comes down to, my friends. It's not about excuses, which is, you know, <laughs> we want to say, well, you're just making excuses. That's really a judgment on us. But there are reasons people behave and act and live out their life the way they do. And it is because that is what we have been taught. And spirituality, again, I'm going to say it, and I promise I'll end right here. Spirituality is not about trying to understand who God is, what religion's right, who's going to hell, who's not blah, 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 blah. Spirituality is about seeing clearly your conditioning from the culture, from your family, from your religion, seeing that it is mostly, if not completely, based in ego, and then beginning to uncover your authentic self by shedding that falsely constructed ego. And when we judge other people, what we do is we boost our own ego. Anyway, there you have it, my friends. Thanks for your time. Have a great day, and I'll uh, talk to you later. Bye-bye.